0: May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing to you, our Savior and Redeemer. Amen. Well, good morning. I'm so glad that you all are here for Trinity Sunday. I know that's why you came, right? This is the day that is set aside, yes, there's a meeting later, but in the church calendar, this is the day that is set aside for us to celebrate one of the great mysteries and complexities of Christian theology, the Holy Trinity. Now, if this were a seminary, I would walk us through all of the theorists of our great tradition who have written tomes on this subject, and if this were EFM class, we'd probably break into small groups. <laughs> and you all can discuss each different part of the three in one triune God. But since they tell me I only get 12 minutes, <laughs> allow me to skip all those things. And I'll, simple, I'll, I'll simply offer you all one view, one understanding, my understanding that resonates with me on this day about why the Trinity is important and instructive to our 21st century lives. I believe that the Trinity, this whole God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, that it's all about modeling for us the importance, indeed how essential it is for us to live and work in community. Now you all just heard the reading from Genesis In our creation story, God the Creator makes all of these incredible things. Ostensibly, just by speaking them into existence, there's day and night, there's the dome of the sky with light shining down, this holy playground created by God. And then we get to that sixth day, the day where us humans are made. And this time it's different. In fact, many scholars background their entire apologetic for the triune God based on this Hebrew text God says to the others in the Council of Gods, let us make humankind in our image. In other words, together with mutual cooperation and effort as a community in relationship with each other, God says, let's do this thing. In a divine dance with a sharing of creativity of the Holy Spirit and of God the Son and God the Father, something beautiful is born. Us, humans. Humans. My friends, this is the model given to us in the Trinity of how to create new and holy things. This is the model of how we must live with each other in mutual cooperation, relating with one another, helping each other. Let me offer you a story. When I was in seminary, I babysat a a little boy, and for the purposes of anonymity, let's just call him Charles. So Charles was three years old at the time, and he was smart, just a sweet little boy who was also highly independent. The little boy was reading already at three years old by himself. So I would pick him up from preschool every day, and it was my job to give him a snack when we got home. And so as I prepared the snack, little Charles would go into the bathroom to wash his hands to prepare for his snack. But the problem is that he's three. And as a three-year-old, he's a bit um, height-challenged, should we say? (laughs) But because he was an independent little boy, Charles did not see this as a problem and he insisted on washing his hands by himself. And so every day, he would go and get a little stool, drag it into the bathroom. Then he would use that stool to climb up onto the toilet. Then he would stand on top of the toilet, lean precariously over the sink, turn on the water, and wash his hands. Every day I would watch him do this, and I would say, Charles, do you need help? And he would say, I don't need help. I don't need help. And, well, clearly he didn't. He could wash his hands by himself. He just made a mess while he was doing it, but he could do it. But, my friends, the the model given to us by the Holy Trinity is clear. We actually do need help. We we need each other. Yes, we can do things by ourselves. And in fact, we as human beings are really great at creating all kinds of clever ways of handling our problems alone. I, I know that certainly I am guilty of saying I don't need help. We do this all the time. We say, I don't need help with my feelings of grief or I don't need help with my marriage or raising my children or with my finances. I don't need help. I'm good. We say it all the time. I don't need help fighting my way through addiction or depression or joblessness. And the reality is that over the time, over time, Because we get so used to climbing up on the toilet in order to turn the water on the sink, we begin to believe it's true that we don't need help. All the while, making a big mess. (laughs) My friends, it took God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit to create us. If they needed help to make us, certainly, we need help. (laughs) You know, I did eventually, after having to change little Charles' shirt every time he washed his hands, he and I eventually came to a mutual decision that he did need some help. My friends, when our new rector comes, He's going to need some help. In fact, we're, we're all going to need some help. I, I'm going to need some help figuring out how to transition, how to build community with something and someone who is new. We all will need help in figuring out how to create a new and holy and beautiful church together. We will need help. The honest truth is that Regardless of where we are on our life's journey, each of us needs some help assisting and navigating through all of the hurts and disappointments in life, the ups and downs. We need help celebrating our joys and our victories. My friends, we all need help. And the good news today, the good news is that there is help for all of us look around you. Look around. It's okay. It's the summer. We can do this. (laughs) (laughs) This is your help. We are our help for one another, but even greater than that, we have help in a triune God. We find help in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So as days get difficult or just simply different, we have help with each other, and most of all with God. May we go marching on, knowing that God is our help. Amen.